What's happening, guys? Welcome back. 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor. Chat with you guys every day about the best game in the world, Magic the Gathering, and your, you know, best format, the modern format. I'm your host, Ben Bateman, co-host the Collected.Company podcast, The Masters of Modern. And I'm here right now talking to you not specifically about modern necessarily, but uh, I'm home in Seattle. It's Christmas Eve. I'm with my family. This is where I grew up. I moved away from Los Angeles. Uh, from Seattle to Los Angeles when I was about 21. Uh, originally the first time 17, but 21 is when I left. And I've played Magic on and off, for those of you that don't know, since 1995. Um, since I was a wee lad. I was very young. I was seven years old. My brother taught me to play. And I have gone in and out of different formats and different, you know, limited formats and, and standards and modern and legacy I played. I never really played extended. But when I'm home, it gets me thinking about a lot of different things, different memories. Um, and the reason this ties into modern for me is that the my awakening as a competitive player was 2007 okay so the first competitive environment that i ever played that i drafted was time spiral block that was where i played a lot of it future sites my all-time favorite set a lot of you guys know that um i came back a couple years later uh maybe maybe a year later i played a lot of lorwyn block Shadowmore, eventide that was a lot of fun. I left the game for, you know, a year or two. And then when I came back, it was kind of Rise of the Eldrazi time. Uh, you know, World Wake and, and I played Innistrad quite a bit. Uh, M11, I left again. I came back. It was New Phyrexia. So I, I went in and out for years. Came back again at cons. Um, played a lot of Return to Ravnica, like M13. So I've been around the game for a long time. But whenever I'm home in Seattle, what I end up doing is I go into my mom's basement and I root through, I have these boxes. There's about 100,000 magic cards and boxes in my mom's basement. And these are cards that I bought all the way back to the time I was a little kid. Now, anything of value, anything that was obviously valuable, it's in a binder, it's been sold, traded, whatever. I still have it, some of it. But all the stuff that was just chaff at one time or another sits there in those boxes. And I'll come home periodically, and every time I'm home, some of you guys know this, one time I was here, I found nine copies of Serum Visions. Last time I was here, I got four copies of Devoted Druid. You know, I'll go through and I'll just kind of rifle through stacks of cards and I'll find cards that I have that I'm missing. And so what is cool, I think, is that the formats that got me really into competitive magic were all modern formats. So I don't really, when I think about like my heyday as a competitive player, I don't think back to Urza's legacy. You know, I played during that time. I remember those cards. I had Metalworker decks. I had all kinds of fun stuff. But that wasn't what got me into Magic competitively. I didn't start to pay attention to DCI numbers and tournament results until I was playing the modern format. You know, uh, card, cards that are now legal in the modern format. This is long before modern actually existed. So I do plan to dig through my mom's basement, as I always do. I do plan to see if I can find some fun cards that I'm missing. I'm working on this loam deck right, you guys, right now, as you guys know. I'm, I'm, I'm targeting uh, playing this deck probably at Grand Prix Santa Clara. And uh, if I can get some better results, I will play the deck. So I need to try to see if I can find some Raven's Crimes. I have a feeling I have some lying around in a box in my mom's basement somewhere. Uh, and I kind of just want to see what else is missing in there. You know, I don't think there's any crazy gems left. I'm not going to find a mox. But, you know, I always find $40, $50 worth of cards when I rifle through the old boxes. It's, it's a good, good experience, a good time. So... If any of you guys are home, if you're at your, your house you grew up in, if you're with your family, if you're reminiscing about times you played Magic as a young person, younger person, um, hats off to you. I'm doing the same thing, you know? I was driving around the, driving around the city today, kind of remembering just the different places that I used to go, the drafts that I used to attend, the decks that I would try to build. It was more standard back then, you know? Modern didn't exist, so it was, uh, it was focusing on standard, and it's just, I, I miss those times. It makes me thankful to be still playing Magic today. It makes me thankful that Magic has become such an important, important part of my career, 
And uh, yeah, guys, I just want to let you know that getting kind of emotional and nostalgic about these times and also getting really excited for Santa Clara because I think this deck's going to be sweet. I'm really excited to play it in a tournament and I can't wait. I can't wait to go into battle with my gang. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Have a merry, merry Christmas Eve. You'll hear from me again tomorrow and uh, I hope you have a great holiday. Talk soon, guys. What's happening, guys? Welcome back. 10 Minutes of Modern here chatting with you about fun ideas in modern. I just wanted to uh, kind of go down a lane that uh, you guys have heard me talk about some of these cards before, but it seemed like a good opportunity to talk about the full cycle. I'm back in my mom's house, and, and a lot of the old cards that I have are, are from various limited environments that I played a lot in. One of those limited environments was that I played a lot of Shadowmoor, Shadowmoor and Eventide. And uh, what I wanted to talk to you guys about was this cycle of cards that you know most notably from hearing me talk about Steel of the Godhead. This is the cycle of common enchant creature auras that are a hybrid color and colorless mana and they have abilities that say if the creature is white it gets this if the creature is blue it gets this right so it's the whole point is that if you play this multicolored enchant creature on a creature that is the same two multicolors it gets a great payoff steel of the godhead most famously is a hybrid blue white and two for a enchant creature aura that if the creature is white it gets plus one plus one on lifelink and if it's blue it gets plus one plus one as unblockable so it's a it's a two two plus two plus two unblockable lifelink aura for three mana right i think it's the best one pretty clearly because of the creatures that it gets played on and because of the payoff um, and it's also proven in the fact that it costs $2. It's a $2 common from those days. But if you look at the cycle, some of them are very bad, right? Like, I think it's pretty pretty clear that Gift of the Deity, which is black, green, four, uh, plus one, plus one, Death Touch if it's black, and plus one, plus one, and all creatures able to block it do so if it's green. Like, plus two, plus two, Death Touch lure is not good enough for five. Like, best case scenario, that's going to be... It kills a few creatures, you know? I guess it's a one-sided Wrath for five, maybe, but it just feels like it's a lot to set up. Whereas, I think some of these are very underrated. Um, I personally really, really like Clout of the Dominus. I think it's very good. It's hybrid black, or hybrid blue-red for if it's blue, it gets plus one, plus one in Shroud. If it's red, it gets plus one, plus one in Haste. So for a blue or a red, this thing gives a blue-red creature plus two, plus two, Shroud, and Haste. That seems good. If you put this on the right creature, on the right blue-red creature... That's like game over. Like you could, you, you make the thing un untargetable and if it has any kind of cool ability. So that feels really good. I like Cloud of the Dominus a lot. Edge of Divinity is really good. Another one cost black or white. Um, it, if it's white, it gets plus one, plus two. If it's black, it gets plus two, plus one. It's just straight up plus three, plus three to a black, white creature for one mana in modern, a black or a white. Again, seems pretty good. Like I think if you put that on the right creature, it seems really good. Um, Continuing down the list, I think there are some pretty pretty fun other ones. Shield of the Oversoul, which is the green-white one. So this is green-white two, uh, green or white two. So it's a three-mana aura. If it's green, it gets plus one, plus one, and indestructible. If it's white, it gets plus one, plus one, flying. So plus two, plus two, flying, indestructible for three mana. It doesn't have the lifelink unblockable aspect, but I think it's still pretty good. And then I think probably the most fun and the one that I would imagine, if done correctly, could be a complete haymaker is Runes of the Deus, which is a red or green and four. So it's a five mana aura, which is very expensive. But if the creature's red, it gets plus one, plus one, and double strike. And if it's green, it gets plus one, plus one, and trample. Which means if you play this on the right red-green creature, which there are a lot of really good ones, mind you, but if you play this on the right one, you could be looking at a single-shot game-over situation. Like, this could just be it. Um, there are enough creatures that are good that I don't think you're looking at anything too crazy for this to be 
like play this win the game um, i would have to really think hard about that like what that would go on but i think it's a pretty fun cycle and it's a fun cycle to look at i like favor of the over being a lot um it's the blue green one it's blue green one and it's like uh, i think it's plus one plus one and flying if it's blue and it's probably plus what plus one plus one and like I've got it right here. Uh, blue it gives it flying, and green gives it vigilance. So like a plus two, plus two vigilance flying for two in blue green seems pretty sweet. Even though blue green cards are overall pretty bad, you guys will hear Alex and I talk about that pretty soon. Um, but I think this is a pretty fun cycle, and it's a cycle that I have a lot of copies of all these cards lying around in my basement. And I always am thinking about the the idea of playing some deck where you would play you know play the creature, play the thing the next turn, go to town, protect it. Seems great. So. Um, just a thought, wanted to share that with you guys. I know you guys have all heard me talk about Steel of the Godhead a number of times. I still think it's the best one, but there is some space to be explored there with the other ones. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas Eve. Let's keep chatting magic, guys. Always love talking to you. Follow me on Twitter at Ben Bateman Media. Let me know your thoughts on this cycle if I'm missing anything. And, uh, yeah, let's keep the cool thing going, guys.